welcome to Rant and Rave Wrestling's Full Gear Pay-Per-View Pre-Show. We have a stacked card with nine matches, I believe. We have three of the wrestling industry's top anal analysts here today to predict the pay-per-view. Uh, myself, the double R superstar, Roy the Roy Row. No applause or anything? Thank you, thank you. The unprofessional, Greg Ovison. What's up and hello. And of course, the professional, Blake Short. Co-champ, baby. I'm going to start off by asking you guys, what is your hype level for this pay-per-view tonight, Greg? To be honest, I don't know what my hype level is. I don't feel... No, like, I don't feel like building up to this, they gave me much... Um, You're a crazy person! I really, Dude, I really don't feel that way. Um, I would say going into it, just because it's, it's AEW and... They seem to always deliver on pay-per-views. Let, let me run this card down to you real quick, Greg, because I don't know. You're missing They haven't done here. enough for you, Greg. Let's hear it. Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara, elite deletion match. My, they have tried repeatedly to murder one another. So I understand the card. I love the card. I think the card is amazing. I'm talking about leading up with storylines and stuff. There's maybe only two or three matches that I feel they gave me a pretty decent storyline. I'm counting like five or six. It... All right, one to ten. What's your hype level? I'm gonna say I'm going in at a seven. Blake, he's a crazy person. <laughs> he front loaded it as if his hype level was at a three or a four, then still gave it a seven. I which said is pretty I good. clearly I said AEW. AEW delivers on pay per views, so I'm holding that and I'm taking that into account. I'm gonna go in still pretty hyped that they're gonna deliver. I'm I'm at about an eight or a nine, so let's uh, let's go eight point five. Uh, yeah, I think it's nine for me. Do you do you feel similarly to? Greg, and that you don't think you've gotten a lot of builds to some of these? That's bullshit. No, I'm sorry, Greg. Dave, Dave gave me, given me plenty of build. You have you have Jericho and MJF, which has been going on. Okay, for, that's one of the matches for a few one. weeks, if not more than a month. Hardy and Guevara has been going on forever. It's again, it's been going on for FTR and the Young Bucks. My God, they've been planting that. That's scene. number two, three. Moxley and Kingston. Four. They haven't I done enough for you there. Kingston. You're insane. Page and Omega. Three, five. I mean that he is three. I have five. I think that's plenty. You don't need. Not every match is going to have this long term. Like I said, build I have three. I could give two shits about the women's title because it just seems like it's always that's the fair. same two people. That's fair. Although some some could say some could argue and say Sheeta and Rose have had that rivalry for a while, but I tend to say they haven't done much for it. So I agree with you there. Orange and silver. What was even the build up there? I agree with that. It's just uh, a match for Cassidy. Darby's just sat in the stands for four weeks. While Cody announces why he's going to beat him, I that doesn't give me much. Okay, it, I mean three. That's like I, I said. I count five, which I think is point. That's fine. All right, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm very, I'm very surprised to hear that you don't feel like there's been a lot of build. I definitely understand that some of the matches may not capture your interest, but to feel like a lot of the pay per view just doesn't have the build. I just don't. Which feel ones it. did you say didn't have the build? Other ones I named: Moxley and Kingston. I'm saying is that, that one for me, shit. I don't give a shit about because it's I, I don't. Okay, but that's they're different. Still build. They're still that's build. That's why I kept counting. Yeah. What was the other one that he said didn't have a build? Orange and silver. I agree. No, out of the ones Orange I mentioned, Party and, and Guevara was the one you said didn't have a build. And, and it's been the same thing for the, how many months? But that I don't care for it anymore. It's still a build. It's. He's just I'm talking up about his own rules, ladies and gentlemen. I'm let's, you let's that they didn't here give me a, a build that that I give two shits about going into this. Like they didn't grab my interest with the bills that I, they did give. I can understand that. I think what we're debating <clears> is <throat> there's either there was a build or there wasn't. I get that there was. You're a, looking at it. The build didn't interest unquote, me. Unquote build. 
I'm it's saying not that the build-up was the question. The build-up is not interesting to me. The for best some of these matches. wrestling. Can we move on, please? <laughs> I, Blake keeps freaking asking questions. No, you kept talking over top of me when I tried to pull it in. Here, this is where we'll leave it. What Roy wanted to know was what which of these matches had a build, not which of these matches interested you with their build. That's the difference. So oh, so we're my to hype level up. goes off of what they've interested me in. No, there's the build. Like, he will questions. not let this. He is pulling a Blake right now. I'm trying to move the fuck on here. I'm done with it. I was just trying to explain. Listen. (laughs) So. The rails. We have gone off the rails here. Five minutes in. We got a couple new things that we do here with the predictions. We got the water wheel and the doubling down system. We'll explain doubling down as we get to it. Uh, For now, Blake, do you want to explain what the water wheel bet is? Yeah, somebody's going to get fucked. Um, <laughs> Greg looked up. Greg looked up. Is it me? What? Basically, the water wheel is something that we have established together for each pay per view prediction show that the one who comes in last place will be getting wet prior to the next podcast. Now, this raises the stakes for us a little bit because nobody wants to get wet, especially right now in the middle of winter as we're getting close to late November here. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. It adds a lot to it. It makes the stress level go up. I know for me personally, I don't know about you guys. I look forward to it even more now. And I think it gives the listeners something to look forward to as well. And when we did it last time, we, we spun the wheel on the actual predictions podcast. I think we're going to wait until closer to the punishment or when we know the loser to spin it and see exactly what is going to happen. Now, last time it was Sneak Attack, right? Yes. Uh, two fun facts about Sneak Attack that were recorded last week. One being I thought it said Shark, shark attack, attack. And I read it as Shark Attack. And I was confused as to why. And I read it you as know, Sneak Attack. Because the description is that the guy covers his eyes and he can dodge left and right. He doesn't see where the cup is coming from. The point being that obviously the winner gets to splash the person in the face. Um, so... The second thing I want to say about the situation is that Greg's a fucking cheater. Yeah, the votes, I tallied the votes, and I tallied the, the votes, votes a lot quicker than biased. the bottom. If you watch the video, because it was clear his that he ran. Foot never stops in motion. Okay, so it's I had one, the one foot planted, and then my moment, and my momentum carried the other foot over. What? I don't get it. I don't get it. I also have some <clears> news in regards to this. I we're we're kind of winging it with the wheel. Uh, we're putting our own understanding into into some of the instructions because we were they weren't super clear on who was supposed to sway back and forth. After further review, it was actually the striker who was supposed to sway me side to side. Yes. So he so he wasn't so he was hold supposed on. to not even hold be able on. to move. It's not me cheating because if we go back and listen, it was said that I could close my eyes and sway back and forth. So that is not cheating. He, I agree with him there. Although what he did was not a sway. Oh my Jesus! It was a run. I know what was said to him, but I know what's convenient for my argument. <laughs> and this is now him cheating twice. Um, I, I've thought about adding some of like our own stuff and making our own wheel at some point too, with like crazy things because I was really inspired by the shark attack. And I told Blake I didn't get a chance to tell you, Greg. So my idea for shark attack would be that. Uh, when I splash you with the water, you're holding Fawful, my cat. So wait, 
Why is it you splashing the person with the because water? Why is I'm it not gonna... you getting splashed? <laughs> this is never going to happen. Okay. The greatest R&R champion this of means all won time. It one time, and he half won it. You want to? Can I tell you a story about my cat, please? I want to talk about my no. cat here. So we're going to put a shark fin on the cat, and you're going to hold him when we splash the water at you. Okay. No one is agreeing no, to this other cat. than you because it's your cat. All right. Uh, the, the, the pre-show match, the NWA Women's Championship, <laughs> Serena Deeb versus Allison Kay. Uh, my prediction on this one, I feel like it's obviously, it's clearly going to be Serena here. Um, there's This is one of the kind of the matches that are lower on the card for me. I think at this point, I would rather just see more of AEW's women's wrestle. I love, I do love that the NWA Women's Championship is defended on AEW, but I don't think they're taking enough care of, they're, they're not taking care of those at home. And we, sh- we should take care of home before we start reaching out to others. So my official prediction on this match is going to be Serena Deeb retaining the NWA Women's Championship. Greg? I agree. It's a pre-show title match. Very seldom do they switch hands. And again, it is AEW, but I'm I'm still sticking with Deep. I agree with everything that Roy said about the title, about what they're doing with it, and also with the pick. It's Serena Deep for me. All right. Up next, we have Orange Cassidy versus John Silver. This match was actually originally on the buy-in, and just out of just out of curiosity, you guys think that. They should have kept Cassidy and Silver on the buy-in, or was the NWA Championship match the right call? I think the NWA Championship match was the right call, in my opinion. Okay, okay. Uh, Orange Cassidy versus John Silver. We saw Orange Cassidy have a huge momentum swing in his favor the last couple of months. I feel like he's cooled off a little bit, but I think that he has reached the next level, certainly more than a John Silver, and I think Orange Cassidy is going to take the win here. What do you think, Blake? Yeah, I think this one's obvious. This was a match just built for Cassidy to get a win at the pay-per-view. I also agree with what Blake just said, what, what Roy just said. Uh, to add for, to the question you asked about the pre-show, it's not just the fact that it's not necessarily an AEW title for the reason it should be on there, but Cassidy did have a really good run the last couple of months, and I truly think if you put him on the pre-show, that truly you know cools him down. He deserves to be on a main card. Now, there could be some argument that when you're using the buy-in to get people to tune in to the pay-per-view, that maybe you should look at the other side of things and have in a match that might bring more people in, like Orange Cassidy. There is that argument. But in my opinion, what I would rather see, I am already getting the pay-per-view. I'd rather see Cassidy on the main show. Right. I don't like seeing any championship defended on the pre-show. I think over time we've been conditioned to view the pre-show as something that really doesn't matter that much. It's not always... The stakes aren't really that high. I think championships in wrestling, I mean, that's the tent pole. It's the foundation. It's what everybody is working for. It's what your best feuds are built around. And when you're putting it on the pre-show, you're telling me that this doesn't matter. And even though it's not their belt, it's something that they're trying to utilize on their show. And I would, I think I would have liked to have seen that make the show for no reason other than it's a championship match. Yeah, I agree with you about the titles, unfortunately, with it not being their title. I can't really feel a certain type of way for it. It doesn't belong to them. And for that reason, I don't. it do, doesn't bother me. All right, we're starting to get into the bulk of the card here, some of the better matchups before we progress. Let me ask you guys, what is your most anticipated match of the night? Who wants to go first? Easily Young Bucks and FTR for me. 
Young Bucks and FTR. Now, not your personal prediction, but who do you want to win that? Uh, Young Bucks. Okay. That's who I want to win. Most anticipated, Blake? So that's interesting that you chose that because I believe you were on board with me with FTR wasn't really doing much for you, but I know you really like the Young Bucks and Mm -hmm. so do I. But there's no way that there is a more anticipated match than Adam Page and Kenny Omega. To me, I and and I I have said how much I've enjoyed. I said 2020 is the year of Adam Page, and I may have flip flopped at this point because I think I might like Kenny Omega better. I don't know. I love both of them that much. I can't wait for this. This is again. I, All right, well, I, hang on. Let's not talk okay. about it yet because that's okay. that's that's one of the best ones. Um, up next, we have Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara in an elite deletion match. Um, before I give my opinions on this, have we had any explanation? Of what exactly an elite deletion match? What is. was the last? Wasn't the last match called an elite deletion where Matt got hurt? It was way too long for me to remember. My memory is very bad. <laughs> Which at that point, if Matt lost, he was gone. But they haven't said that this time. But I'm pretty sure it was also called an elite deletion match. So this match, this match is pretty difficult to predict for me in wrestling. Often at times, there's there's a pendulum of men, momentum that swings back and forth, and you can usually Make a prediction on that. Both of these guys have went out there and damn near murdered each other repeatedly. Uh, they got a win each. It's hard for me to imagine that we go to a third round just for Matt to win again. But with it being elite deletion, Sammy's very distracted right now with everything going on in the inner circle. I'm noticing a little bit of change in his personality, the way he thinks and the way he's interacting with Jericho. I think Matt Hardy is going to be able to sneak a win here. I have Matt Hardy. I'm not super confident in the pick because I... Again, I like you said, I have no idea which direction they're really going in with this. I also don't really know what Elite Deletion is, and that makes the choice even harder. But I'm going to go with Hardy. So I'm going Sammy, and I feel like in this match, we have something maybe MJF or Wardlow help Sammy get the win to just further MJF's case of being in and trying to sway Sammy's decision. Um I think Sammy wins this one. All right. Chris Jericho versus MJF with the winner joining the inner circle. This is one of the more intriguing ones for me. From the moment that Jericho set the condition of, I'm sorry, I said winner joins inner circle as if Jericho is going to win and join the inner circle. Good luck, Jericho. So if MJF wins, he can join the inner circle. It's hard for me to imagine a situation where somebody like Chris Jericho, as much as I love the guy, one of my favorites in AEW, he is a man-child. And he, he is known to throw tantrums. And it's hard for me to imagine him losing and still allowing MJF in the inner circle. And I do think that their paths are destined to cross. And I think that MJF is going to find a way. And Jericho is saying repeatedly that he doesn't think MJF has that mean streak in him. Uh, a, a very rare time where I think Chris Jericho has completely missed the mark. Because I watched that match with Moxley. And when MJF, uh, uh, two or three weeks ago, MJF or maybe even one week ago, MJF told him, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Jericho kind of laughed it off, and he repeated He said, I am going to do whatever it takes, and I really believe him when he says that. And I think we're going to see something special with MJF here. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I'm i really excited for this match just because I don't know exactly how they pull this off. I do think MJF ends up in the inner circle. I do worry that they find another way to do it other than him winning this match. But it's very intriguing because it's something that I haven't really seen in a long time with pretty much a, 
a membership is on the line. And I think it also helps that they're both heels. So while MJF is going to need to do whatever it takes, Jericho is also willing to do whatever it takes to win. So I'm, I'm very curious to see how this one plays out. So what was your pick? My pick is MJF. And yours was MJF as well? I'm also MJF on this one. But I am going to say it here. I am fearful that MJF just hits him in the nuts or something and gets (laughs) DQ'd to say he did whatever it took and then Jericho pulls him in. I do think that's a possibility here. I'm not super confident in my MJF or Matt Hardy pick. So you guys feeling very confident in those? Um, more MJF, definitely. Yeah, more MJF. Um, the I feel pretty comfortable with the Sammy pick. Comfortable, comfortable enough to double down? Yeah, actually. You're going to double down on it? Uh, are either of you going to argue your point as to why Matt should win it? To convince well, me to double down? That was the no, whole point about it. No, it, okay. you're the one taking the No, I'm the not risk. doubling down on it. Okay. All right, before we move on any further. Let me I'm not going to help you. Let me ask you guys, what is something that you feel like you need or just you desire to see from this pay-per-view? What What is something you are really hoping for? Something I'm really hoping for is something that I think I'm going to get. And that that being that I'm pretty sure Adam Page and Omega is going to be one of the best matches that we've seen in AEW. Uh, the, the amount of hype that I have for this match is probably one of the highs I've had in a long time. I just hope they deliver. I do think they will, but that's what I'm hopeful for, that we'll get a classic from these two in this pay-per-view, and it's really going to carry it. What about you, Greg? Uh, I feel the same way, but like I said earlier, with the Young Bucks and FTR, uh, to comment on what Blake said, with, yeah, I wasn't behind FTR at first. They've they've piqued my interest lately. Um, there's no doubt that they're good in the ring. And then you add the Young Bucks to it. I feel like if this match is, it, it should deliver. It should. The hype that they've been building up for between these two teams for years. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And I hope it, it doesn't fall flat. So it's safe to say they have built to your interests. Right. Because this is one <laughs> of the matches that I said piqued my interest. <laughs> Uh, for me, the number one thing would be a live firing of Darby Allen. But if I can't get that, I will take John Moxley quitting in the main event. I would love to see that. We'll talk about that more when we get to it. Uh, up next, we have the AEW Women's Championship, Hikaru Shida versus Nyla Rose. AEW failing their women's division here every week. Honestly, it's... It pisses me off a little bit, the build that we got at the end here, the fact that they can't see the disrespect that's going into this program. And we know that they have it in them to create masterpieces and to create a pay-per-view filled with build. Right, Greg? Yes. Sure. Okay. My pick. I, I'm I'm suspicious of how little we've seen of Karushita. And Nyla Rose is saying she's, she's not going to have another match unless it's for the title. Uh, the, the, the rematch here, I don't know. They could have been any number of other people, and they chose Nyla again. I think something's going on, and I think Nyla's taking the title back. I also think Nyla's taking the title. Um, I was the same thing about Sheeta, was wondering kind of where she had been lately, because maybe every other week, every two weeks, we get a squash match from her, uh, but it hasn't been much other than that. Hmm. And I have a car Sheeta, and I am doubling down. All right, so doubling down. I'm not a bitch like Greg. 
Uh, any of the three of us are allowed to double down in a situation where one of their picks differs from one of the other picks. When you double down, if your prediction is correct, you get two points instead of one. If you are incorrect, you lose two points instead. Or was it one point? Listen, don't worry about the scoring. All you got to do is sit back and relax. We'll take care of it. All right. So you're doubling down on the women's championship match. That'll be interesting. That'll definitely give a little more excitement to that. Yeah, because we sure need it. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Up next. Oh, Lord. The AEW title eliminator finals. Hangman Adam Page versus Kenny Omega. At the start of AEW, we had Hangman Adam Page going up against Chris Jericho. At the time, uh, it was some of my first experiences with Hangman. He didn't catch my eye too much. Blake called on to him a little bit, and when Blake pointed it out, I started paying more attention. He really grew on me, and you know what? Uh, maybe not so much anymore. He has an alcohol problem to the point that he has to constantly carry this cup down to the ring with him, and I think that's ridiculous that they're even allowing it. And the interviews, the constant doubt, the constant... There's a certain attitude in wrestling. A lot of your most successful people have a certain attitude, right? And I'm not seeing that from Hangman. I think Kenny Omega, I think it's going to be a great match, but Kenny Omega is destined to collide for the AEW Championship, I believe. What do you think, Greg? I am actually picking Hangman on this one. Um, I, I feel like... Pretty much the opposite of what you're saying. With like, I agree with the the people who tend to win have like this mantra about them where they are very uh, confident in their skills. They they think they're going to go out there and win that match. I almost feel like Hangman doubting himself because of what happened early on in AEW leading up to now. I feel that Hangman, in a way, has something to prove not only to himself but to Omega because. It's almost like Omega's taking him lightly. And then on top of that, he he's almost like he's striving for that friendship back from Omega. And I think that to him, he has to win this. Blake, I'll let you go into detail here. Here's here's what I'm wanting to hear from you, because I think this is this is a big one for you, right? Oh yeah. This is one you've been waiting for for a while. Full gear. It, it's the one year anniversary of the pay-per-views, I believe, right? Since going to TNT. The first one was in Baltimore. We were there for that one. Yes. Let's take take a look back to last year for me. Tell me, what were you feeling for Hangman and Kenny when you first saw these guys? And how do you feel to be at this point now? So at the start, it was interesting because I wasn't a huge fan of them being tag team champions. I felt like it took away from AW's tag team division because they had so many solid tag teams that were... Not put together tag teams, but the, you know teams that had been together for such a long time. And I wasn't too thrilled with the fact that they put two talented guys together and gave them the tag team belts. And boy, was I wrong. Their title reign together was so much fun. It started with Hangman Page and the drinking. Uh, him taking drinks from the crowd. I thought it was hilarious that this man's clearly going through a midlife crisis. He has this issue with the He's young 25. It, it, it's what it felt like, <laughs> a midlife crisis. It hit him very early. He's he's in the elite, but you can tell that he has something to prove, and he's almost upset with the elite because of it. There were a lot of feelings that he had, even with Omega and that tag team. Now, one of the best things about this tag team and it's something we've seen before many times with tag teams. 
was you were waiting for the moment that one of them turned on each other. Because how many times did one hit the other one in a match? You're wondering, when's it going to cost them? When are they going to lose these titles? And over and over again, despite their differences, they always won the match. They always came through. And it got to the point where it lasted so long that I completely forgot about them turning on each other and just figured, you know what? The hell with it. They're a team now. It's not going to happen the way I thought it was going to happen. Fast forward to where we are now. Kenny Omega is the one who has had a complete character change. Uh, He is now the cleaner. He is transitioning back to an old character of his. He feels more like a heel than a face. And he is out to prove that I'm going to take over AEW as a singles competitor. This is something that I probably should have done already. Now it's my time. I did what I need to do in the tag team division, and I'm moving on. And Hangman is conflicted. He still wants what they had as a tag team. It was so great. He He's not quite ready to move on. However, it was forced upon him. And now here we are. These two collide in the tournament. I actually side more with Omega right now than I do Hangman. I really enjoy Hangman. He's just doubting himself, like Roy said. And he feels like a character, to me, that loses this match. And then we see more of a transition in his character from the loss. Yeah, it feels like he still hasn't progressed to that next level. He's just kind of sulking right now. I do think he ends up being a champion. And I do think he ends up being a champion within the next year. Oh, yeah, he's got all the skills for it. But I think this loss is what fuels him to get to that point. Whereas Omega is ready. So you both are taking Omega. Yes, and I I actually have down. I was about to say, I actually have a question, because I don't think we discussed this. I would prefer one double down per... Yes, but say. are we able to change it? Because I feel more confident in this pick than I do with nah, you already Shida. doubled down, bro. We never discussed that, though. We you said you'd get double. one. Blake did not double down. He right? doubled down I on did. Shida. He did. So my question is, am I able to so use it for something what we're else? Gonna, here's what we're going to do, because I thought about this. Let's get all of the predictions set. Then we'll go back and choose if we want to double down on anything. Okay, that sounds good. Um, But yeah, I'm going with Kenny Omega. Is there an outcome here that doesn't satisfy you between these? Not players? at all. Okay. Not at all. I think I think either way you slice it, I'm excited for either one to get the win. I need the winner to be the champion. That is 100% what I want to see. Mm-hmm. And I think either way you have a transition in character between the other one and it puts them back into the title picture. So I don't think there's a disappointing outcome either way. Speaking of either way you slice it, horizontally? Horizontally? Vertically and diagonally is how I will slit my wrist if Darby Allen wins this next match. The AEW TNT Championship match, Darby Allen versus Cody Rhodes. I'm going with Cody. I didn't put any thought into who's winning. There's no situation where I'm going to sit here and have even a small percentage of me rooting for Darby Allen. That will never happen. Who do you guys have for this? I can't. I couldn't even explain it to you. He's the goddamn ace. I just feel like it's Darby. God damn it. Really? Yeah. No. It's no? not Darby. Fuck yes. Okay. I think it's Cody. I hope you're right, Blake. You know, Darby Darby has let you down how many... I love Darby, but how many times has Darby had the big match and he loses? He always loses right. the big how match. How many times? You think this is the time now that he comes through? Right after Cody just got like the TNT title back, like I said, I can't explain back? it. I just feel Darby. Sometimes you just go with you, you know what you truly feel. No, to me, to me, Darby has way too much going on with Taz and his crew to get the win with Cody here. Oh. I, I, if anything, they may screw him over. I don't think he he can find a way to beat Cody here, and he's going to have to deal with those distractions as well. I don't see it. 
You know, I've been wondering lately if Darby Allen is going to try and align himself with the Dark Order in some capacity. I've been wondering, you said if Darby Allen will? Yeah. I've been wondering if Cody is. Cody, that would be great. I've been seeing some things from Cody that are making me kind of look at him. If Cody joined Dark Order and Darby Allen didn't have a job, that would be the perfect company for me. Okay, I, I disagree with part two. Uh, I'd be interested to see Cody in the Dark Order, but there have been some things that have made me sort of think about a Cody Dark Order. I don't, I don't know. I can't explain it. There's just been some weird interactions in the last few weeks. We haven't seen Birdie Lee at all. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I either way, this match, I see Cody, and I'm not thinking twice. So I have, a, I have, I, I had a theory that goes along with what you're saying, and I, I don't remember if I talked to you, Wingate, Greg. Antonio, who knows who It was. wasn't me. I know who that. Knows who we haven't, to we had not it. discussed this but here's until now. the thing. Cody Rhodes is the true exalted one. And Brody Lee is there, I believe, employed by Cody Rhodes. And Cody chose Harper, I'm sorry, not Harper, Brody Lee, to take the championship from him and then took it back when he came back. I don't think that's really going to happen, but that would be pretty cool. Uh, moving on. AEW Tag Team Championship match Young Bucks versus... FTR. I have no idea. I just I just picked one and I'm going with the Young Bucks. I had to look and see who I even had picked. You need mine next. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Young Bucks because this is simply because of what they did, saying that they'll never go for the tag team titles again if they lose. I don't think they're going to lose and then have the same situation as Cody where they can't go for the belts again. So I'm going Young Bucks. Uh, for that reason, plus... If you think about it, when FTR uh, won the titles, uh, I forget which one, I think it was Dax, had, or Dak, whatever his name is, had the knee brace, said he had a knee injury, they ended up using that. I don't think this ankle injury is legit from, uh, what, which one, Matt? I don't think it's it's legit. It's going to be one of those things, he's going to play it off, play possum or something, someone's getting super kicked. Uh, I think Bucks win it. All right, the last match we have is the AEW World Championship match, an I Quit match between John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. This is a match that has my full attention. Uh, when Eddie Kingston first came to AEW, he was somebody that seemed like all bark and no bite to me. I didn't take him seriously. Multiple people told me that's crazy. This should be one of your favorites. So I paid. I started paying more attention. He sold me. He sold me with his words. However, a loss here is going to completely ruin the character for me, as well as prove my fear in that he, he has a powerful bark and just an okay bite. He says that he's he's going to do whatever it takes. He's, he's talking a big game. I want to pick Eddie Kingston here, and I want to double down on it because I want him to win. However, I cannot do that. And I knew that with this match, I was too emotionally invested. I couldn't think clear. And so I took to Twitter and I, I made a poll. And I told I told everybody, whatever you guys pick, that'll be my official pick. John Moxley. I, I'm not sure how fair that strategy is. It's the people's it's pick. the people's pick. And if they're correct, they're going to help me on the next one. But God, he'll be the people's champ. I also have Moxley. And I... And if I'm wrong, wanna, I'm deleting this fucking podcast. I just want to say, no, let's not do that. Every That's episode. a little overboard. But I I need Craig to tell me how this match doesn't interest him in the slightest. I don't understand. When we talked last week, you said you like Kingston. Now this week, you I say like you don't care. I like Kingston on the mic. 
I, I clearly said I don't, I like Kingston on the mic. Wow, you pissed he, him his off. His wrestling style is too slow for me. I don't like his wrestling style. I don't see how the, he's this amazing wrestler in any way, shape, or form that should even be going for the title other than he used his mouth to get there. Yeah, that's the point. I, I know. What I'm saying is, is I agree that he is a good talker. He is great on the mic. Not so much in the ring. You don't think an I quit match is going to deliver between these two? I didn't say it's not going to. I I have to watch it to, to make my final verdict. I'm not that interested in it. That's crazy. On top of that, I'm also not that interested in Moxley's title run anymore. I haven't been super and invested so in that, that either. So that gives me even more reason to not really care about this match. Um, although, at the end of the day, I think it's Moxley. Yeah, I think it's Moxley. I, I do agree with the title reign for Moxley. I don't think it's been the best. He has some had some good movements in it. Uh, Brody Lee and his match was one of my favorites of his title run. But I I think he does win, and Moxley ends up losing either Omega or Page. All right. Did you give your prediction, Greg? I forgot. Yeah. Moxley. Okay. All right. So let's take a look at what we have here, see where we differentiate, and choose if we're going to double down. You had already placed one, Greg. Do you want to keep it there, or do you want to move it? I don't know if I even want to use it if we're not just going off of it when we're saying the match. Now that I look at the differences between all of us, I'm actually different enough that I don't need a double down. So I'm going to play strategically here. Yeah, somebody may want to answer the door <laughs> first. Secondly, you you had who did you choose between Page and Omega? Me? Yeah, I chose Omega. Omega. So so you chose Omega. So if I double down, it's only going to separate me from him. So I need to stick with Sheeta in that case because I believe that's one of the only ones that separates me and you, if I'm not mistaken. Is that the only one that separates me and you? What all has Blake and so, I chosen? Let's see. Sheeta is different. That's it for Roy and I. I Sheeta, yeah. We really picked everything the same? Yep. Yeah. Everything but Sheeta. So, who chose who chose Darby twin? I did. I'm gonna double down on that because here's the thing. I'm already going to lose my fucking mind one way or the other. I'm either going to be the happiest man on earth or I'm going to be miserable. And so I'm going to go all in on that. You know what? With Roy saying that, I want to see him absolutely lose his mind. So I'm going to double down on Darby. <laughs> wow. I love it. All right. I, I need to consider where I'm where I'm going here because I, I basically have, I have two options here. I could double down with Sheeta. Mm-hmm. You already did. But how many no, times did we make said, the DMT? No, we said we're going to discuss this at the end. The problem is with double down with Sheeta. Double down with Sheeta. Is that it's the only thing separating you and I. So plus two, plus one doesn't matter between you and I. So I kind of need to think of something that separates me and him more than me and you. Right. In that case, I'm going to double down on Omega because that's what I'm more confident in and that'll get more separation between me and him because we have so many picks that are different. Whereas me and you, it's just going to come down to Sheeta and I'll let that do what it needs to do. But I need more separation now, with him. It now comes down to Cody as well because he can get double points off of that. All right, everybody's locked right. in? Yep, Omega for me. Double All and right. Good job, gentlemen, and I will see you tonight. <laughs>